The only thing we serve here is tongue. My car broke down and I went into debt. I've been paying and paying, but I ain't done yet. You can pay for a topic or vote on a gimmick. Anything can happen, so come on and get with it. Bear Claw Billy. You're listening to Fix My Car Cast, hosted by Bear Claw Billy, and this is episode 62. Comedian and musician Keith Hebert is out searching for buried treasure, but first, <laughs> housekeeping. This is the show where you pick what I say and how I say it. Pick a topic or prompt by donating to the GoFundMe and vote on the gimmick by joining my Patreon for just a dollar a month. Join at the $5 or higher level and also get bonus episodes and behind-the-scenes footage. Links are in the description. Also down there, merch. Get yourself some merch. You are going to be the hottest John Doe in the prison cell when you're wearing a sweet, 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 sweet Fix My Car Cast shirt. Everybody's going to want to take that off you. I guess. Abolish prisons. No new donors this week. Wait a minute. We do have donors this week. I forgot to delete that out of the script. <laughs> no edits. We have a donor this week. First time donor Audrey Sparkleface gave an incredible $50. Thank you so much, Audrey. The total raised for paying off my car repair debt is now $1,251. Also, when we get to $2,000, we unlock an automatic show gimmick, which is I will watch all the Fast and Furious movies back to back and then record my podcast at the end. Fun fact, did you know that this whole podcast disappears when we hit $3,000? You better catch up now. Just 61 previous episodes. Hey, how do you like that new, new theme song? Okay, I'm going unscripted here for this ludicrous backstory. And then it says in parentheses, do the backstory. Okay, no, but genuinely, I try to keep housekeeping going at a good clip, but like this is too ridiculous not to tell you. So Audrey Sparkleface, who you heard in last week's episode, and who is in fact my sister, gave me a call and said, um that my singing is not great in last week's brand new theme song. Um, uh, I'll tell you all this at the end, but like, if you pay $50, you get to change the theme song. So last week was our first theme song change, and my sister comes in making fun of my voice. I know I can't sing. I'm a producer. I don't sing. I only sing when I'm laying down a demo, and then I hand it to someone who knows what they're doing with their throat. Wink. So my sister calls me out. So she gives $50 and says, let me sing your theme song. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll allow it, but you have a deadline. Because here's the thing. There's exactly one person I trust to get this show done on time. And it's me. Why do you think one person does this show? It's because the only person I trust to do things on time is me. And so I give her a deadline. I say, okay, first of all, I'm going to send you the track. I want you to nail the vocals as best as you can. Now, I'm fully expecting to be set up for, like, she's going to sing it in a weird, silly voice, and then that's what it's going to sound like forever. If she was clever, she would have done that. But instead, she's like, no, I'm going to crush these vocals. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I will definitely get this done by the first deadline you give me, not the two backup deadlines you will eventually give me foreshadowing she's my sister i know what she's like <sighs> so 
you'll notice that's still my voice in the theme song. So what happened? Well, she had to get ready for a flight. <laughs> and I told her, you're not going to get this done. And she texts me back, reverse psychology, very clever. And I'm like, nope, just my lack of trust in anyone else. <laughs> and gee, I wonder how I got like that because she failed. So after she failed, I was like, hey, you need to tell me what to change then because you paid to change it. Also, you still haven't told me a topic. Ugh. This person who is my sister. Um, so Audrey Sparkleface is like, all right, I'm going to record the vocals at the airport. And I'm like, what? No. Then I say, you know what? Fuck it. Yes, recorded at the airport. I don't care. So then she says, okay, never mind. Here's the change I want you to make. Bring the harp to the forefront. I'm like, that's your change? Turn up one of the instruments slightly? And that's when she says, fine, put a kick-ass heavy metal guitar solo in it. And I'm like, all right, now we're talking. So anyway, that's the full backstory on why the theme song sounds the way it does now. Which, by the way, fun fact, I haven't done that yet. So I hope the solo was kick-ass. You tell me. Get in the comments. Leave a five-star review. Anyway, don't like the new theme song? Well, if you make a donation of $50 or more, in addition to picking an episode topic, you get to change one thing about the theme song forever. Unless somebody else changes it back. Does the metal guitar need some jazz piano and dubstep drums? 50 bucks, I will Frankenstein that up for you. No new patrons this week. Hey, did you know we don't have a single patron named Adam? Weird. If any person named Adam or Addy or Ada or Adrock or Adamantium joins my Patreon, by the time the next episode is recorded, I will title that episode Tucker Carlson's O-Face, regardless of the episode topic. Come on, Adams. Go fox yourselves. If anything, fox me. Now it's time for a topic suggestion. I'll suggest topics I think I could easily talk about for a whole episode, though admittedly I think the show is more fun when it's something I'm completely clueless about. So, something I could talk about is... The time I got trapped in an elevator. Was it scary? Was it sexy? Was someone secretly the devil the whole time? If you want to know, donate now. Checking in on the best city in the world, based on which city listened to the last episode the most, and our big winner is Westbrook, Maine. Congratulations, Westbrook, Maine. Let it be known that your garden of surging waves, clatsop spit, and cape disappointment are the best in the world for seven days. Last episode, I had to talk about juicy mermaid gossip while calling my sister. You can see video of me springing surprise mermaid improv on my unsuspecting sister in real time over on Patreon. Warning, the audio has not been enhanced in the video version as I wouldn't have been able to make the deadline due to technical difficulties, but it's there if you need proof that it was all improvised in one go. Also, head over to Patreon for a bonus episode where I talk about all kinds of behind-the-scenes stuff while doing the dishes. By the way, if you're wondering if last week's episode, being forced to be nonsensically titled Hear Me Out About J.K. Rowling, made it more or less popular... Less. Way less. I love having a podcast where I actively make it worse. For money! 
All right, let's talk next week's gimmick poll. These are your choices for next week's episode gimmick. They are, number one, put duct tape all over my face. Number two, do it like a local news broadcast. Number three, do a Winnie the Pooh voice. And number four, record it in total darkness. There are no returning gimmicks because y'all still ain't voting enough. Remember that any gimmick that gets just a single vote is eligible for a second chance in six weeks. Be sure to vote over on Patreon. The poll closes Thursday, March 16th at noon Eastern America time. All right, time for today's gimmick, which is do a meat wad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force voice. Of course, gimmicks don't start until housekeeping is out of the way, just in case any of them prevent me from sharing vital information. But now, <coughs> we are answering <coughs> the gimmick zone. From this point on, gimmicks are active and everything is improvised. Today's topic comes to us from Andre Sparkleface for $50, and I've been asked to talk about, quote, what a brilliant actress and feminist fucking icon <laughs> the woman that plays Mama Fratelli is. <clears throat> and I also talk about how The Goonies was our favorite movie as kids, <laughs> and how we did a drama production from it. I'd say that's four topics, but you gave me 50 bucks. And also, I guess you're my sister or whatever. So sure, let's do it all. For the sake of brevity, though, today's topic is Mama Fratelli, feminist icon. <laughs> I swear this voice was easier when I did it in little chunks. <laughs> but okay, we're going to talk about Mama Fratelli. Now, first of all, our movie is The Goonies, and my voice is from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, so... This is kind of double trouble uh, with getting a cease and desist from the Warner Brothers. <laughs> if you don't know, I've already gotten on the Warner Brothers bad side on more than one occasion. If you've seen my Game of Thrones review show, a show I did not enjoy at all, you know that they're probably watching and they're listening right now. So I've got to be extra careful so they don't find out. So if you're wondering, my name is Protein Lump and I'm from the Wet Boys action team <laughs> so protein lump from the wet boys action team obviously a parody of a different show that you may not have seen um so if you want to imagine that i'm slammer or gizmo or the nerd you can do that but give them their own parody names so that i don't get in legal trouble i can't handle legal trouble i'm too pretty <laughs> anyway it's time to talk about <laughs> Mama Fratelli, if you don't know, first of all, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today, and one thing you need to know is that Mama Fratelli is a character from the film The Goonies, which is a lot of fun. It's a little adventure for kids. I put this down in my notes. It's one of those movies he... <laughs> this voice really sucks to do for a long time, and I respect the voice actor who had to do it originally. I cannot believe there's a season 12 coming out. That's going to be difficult for you. <laughs> so The Goonies is a movie that if you saw it as a kid, you never shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> and there are a lot of movies like that. Goonies is an adventure. It's about kids looking for buried treasure. And it's a lot of fun. It's in a genre that I like to call backpacks and bikes. Because there were a lot of movies in the 1980s where you could do anything with just a backpack and a bike and your friends. This is, <laughs> this voice gets progressively worse the longer the sentence gets. <laughs> 
So there's the Goonies. But if you were a horror kid, you had Monster Squad. And if you were a sci-fi kid, you had Explorers. And if you were a fantasy kid, you had Labyrinth. I would accept the never-ending story, but you're mostly just watching a kid read a book. <laughs> At least in Labyrinth, she goes into David Bowie's penis. Not really, but, you know, metaphorically. Anyway, if you have not seen the Goonies... <laughs> this is a voice that's like 90% good, and then one word really fucks it up. <laughs> so if you have not seen the Goonies, I recommend you do that before you listen to this. But I will do my best not to spoil anything. Imagine a bunch of plucky kids going and looking for buried treasure. That's kind of what you're getting when you watch it. But... I will have to spoil who my... <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry, sometimes... <laughs> when you do a voice, sometimes you gotta do something from the show to, like, calibrate it. So, like, take the meat bridge. There we go. I dialed it back in. Good for me. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like when you go off the rails with this voice, it just sound like an angry chicken. And I wouldn't want to fight an angry chicken. Wait, that's a different show. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about the Goonies, because my sister paid me $50. <laughs> and I did love the Goonies as a kid. We both loved the movie a lot. What was I talking about? Oh, you need to know who Mama Fratelli is. So, Mama Fratelli is the leader of the Fratelli's crime family. And <laughs> I need a little bit of water. Gotta wet the meat. I mean the protein, because I'm made from plant proteins. That's right. I'm a, t I'm a legally distinct character. <laughs> Christ, this is harder than you think. It's too bad I didn't get called last week. <laughs> Fuck, I was worried about filling enough time in this episode, but it's mostly me commenting on how this voice is very hard to do for a long time. So Mama Fratelli is the leader of the crime family. She's played by Anne Ramsey. If you don't know her from the Goonies, you might know her from Throw Mama from the Train. Her two most famous roles... <laughs> her two most famous roles are both Mamas. Mama Fratelli and Mama from the Train. <laughs> um, she... Um... So my sister specifically mentioned in her text message that I should talk about a documentary that we watched on YouTube. And I don't know if she understands that watching a documentary and then just describing everything that's in it is not a very good way to do a podcast. Though it sure is how a lot of them are made. <laughs> Again, this voice kind of becomes a crotchety grandma very quickly. <laughs> Ooh, somebody locked me up. I'm having a knit fit. Good, I'm back in. All right, so... So, Mama Fratelli, I, I'll be completely honest, I don't know where she was getting the feminist fucking icon from when she made this topic request, but I nevertheless embarked to do that. So I will be looking at Mama Fratelli as a feminist character, and I will also be looking at the life of Anne Ramsey, and if she was a feminist character. I had to dial the Slimer up a little to get back on track. This is why I'm not a professional voice artist. I can kind of do some voices. <laughs> Everyone who tells me I should get a job at Cartoon Network, well, first of all, they're part of Warner Brothers, <laughs> and they're not friends of mine. You should go to my tea public and try to buy anything that even remotely looks like the Game of Thrones front. It might not be there anymore. <laughs> so, I took some notes. 
I rewatched the Goonies before recording this, and now I'm gonna tell you some of the things I wrote down. Uh, so, Mama Fratelli is a fascinating character. Um, the film opens with a police chase, and in the middle of it, she's snacking on saltine crackers. I know that that's not, probably not a choice that she made, but that, right off the bat, makes her a very interesting character. <sighs> this is a tough voice to do for a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna stop saying that. <laughs> I thought this was the easy gimmick. <laughs> okay, so Mama Fratelli runs the crime family. She has, hmm, oh, spoilers. <laughs> She has some children, and that's all I'll say, but they're all adult children. Um, and so she runs the crime family, and she basically finds out about the buried treasure. <laughs> she finds out about the buried treasure at the same time as a bunch of little kids. And so she's a very threatening presence, and she's following them around through a bunch of caves, um, and getting around their booby traps and trying to get her hands on the treasure so that they can have lots of money and run away with it all. Um, but she's a very funny character. It's very hard to play a villain in a children's movie without it just being over the top and campy. And I like how Anne... I like how Anne Ramsey... <laughs> uh, brings kind of a subtlety to the character. It could just be an arch-villain, but she's not doing that. But she also is hamming it up for the camera. It's really a one-of-a-kind performance that you can't... that I don't think you can replicate. I, I just feel like it's a moment locked in time where her performance is just this perfect character and everyone who saw her just sees them in, in their mind like that. Sees her in their mind like that. Um... And, and having the head of the crime family be a woman in itself is is quite impressive and a breath of fresh air. In the movie, the camera sort of pans over to the getaway vehicle and you expect a man to be behind the wheel. And it's not. It's this old lady. And she's terrifying. And it's really effective and it really works for the movie. Um, also, she's a fucking badass. <laughs> Um, she threatens violence on children multiple times throughout the movie. I won't share all the ways that she does, but they're kind of great. <laughs> uh, you are scared for the children whenever she is around. But again, it's kind of... She keeps a lot on the inside. And you learn a lot about her as the movie goes on by the way she treats her children. Um, also, uh, she believes that kids suck. Um, is this a statement about being child-free? Probably not, because she has several children, one of whom is chained up in the basement, and that's all I'll say. She's not a good mom, and the movie is saying it's okay not to be a good mom. Not really, but, you know, I'm trying. I'm stretching here. <sighs> I was given $50 for this bullshit. <laughs> uh, what else do I have? Um, she's fucking ruthless. <laughs> I don't have a ton of notes on this. Um, she's hilarious. She's super sarcastic in a very threatening way. A lot of her line delivery is like her calling someone stupid, but in a way, in a way that suggests that if you don't stop being stupid, she's gonna hurt you. 
and she does that really, really well. Um, <laughs> I, I had managed to kind of forget about this, but watching the movie again, the scene where she's doing these little determined grunts, she's grunting while she's following the kids, that's always stayed with me. It's, it's very terrifying to, to have Mama Fratelli on your trail, just, you know, grunting and groaning as she chases you down a cave. <laughs> This, this voice is great, and I will not complain about it anymore. I feel I have to fill 10 more minutes. Um, in addition to watching The Goonies today, I also rewatched that documentary. And I remembered about, I remembered, I remember. Hey, Fry Man, what's this fucking ball of meat talking about? I remember that she acted at the Surrey Playhouse in Maine. I'm in Maine right now. It's just a three hour drive from Columbus, Ohio, Maine. I can go there right now. Um, anyway, Anne Ramsey, who played Mama Fratelli, she played a lot of grumpy and dumpy women that were often the butt of the joke. This is unfortunate. She had to have a lot of jokes about the way she looked lobbed at her and you can watch this documentary if you want to know more. I wrote down the title. <clears throat> it used to be called No Small Parts, but now it's called Supporting Actor Spotlight Anne Ramsey. The YouTuber is called The Back Focus. I cannot keep this voice consistent. <laughs> anyway, you can learn all kinds of things about Anne Ramsey that I would not feel comfortable relaying on this podcast. I am really fucking losing it here. <laughs> Take the meat bridge. I forgot that she's the lady in that scene in Deadly Friend. If you've never seen the movie Deadly Friend, I recommend it. It's a real mind blower. Um, and the last thing I have in my notes is that <clears throat> Anne Ramsey passed away August 11th, 1988 and may she rest in peace. She was a really good actor, and she made a lot of movies really fun. Alright, what the hell else am I supposed to talk about? Oh yeah! <laughs> How much my sister and I loved the Goonies when we were kids. We did. I gotta say, the whole movie, every line is a banger. <laughs> Rewatching it today for the first time in over a decade. I couldn't believe how I knew every single line. It really is that kind of movie where everyone is just so funny. It's like they did three or four passes and just made every line just an absolute riot. Um, I remember watching it a lot with my sister. I will say, I did not see Monster Squad. I did not see Labyrinth. I was Team Explorers. That was my movie. Pirate ships are cool, but also making spaceships out of tilt the worlds is pretty cool too. <laughs> I am all over the map. You get me back on the meat bridge. <laughs> it's good to have a cure falls. <laughs> so it is also true that when we were kids, me and my sister were in a stage production of the Goonies. And it was a lot of fun, but also a lot of things went wrong. Would you like to guess who I played in the Goonies? That's right, it's Sloth. If you don't know who Sloth is, well, 
I was Sloth. <laughs> and one thing you need to know is that Sloth does not wear glasses. Oh, God. <laughs> Sloth don't wear no glasses. But the sound technician wears glasses. That's right. I was playing Sloth, but I was also running sound. So at one point, I ran on stage still wearing my glasses. And my sister playing, you guessed it, Mama Fratelli. She noticed that I was wearing glasses and she ad-libbed, where'd you get those? <laughs> and then I took them off my face immediately. And that's the kind of brilliance that my sister brings to the acting repertoire. So please, put her in put her in a production today. She's great at what she does. She's good at improv. Listen to the last episode where I just asked her to be a mermaid for no reason. And she took the beat bridge all the way into your side. <laughs> this one, I think what I've figured out here is you do have a statute of limitations on the end of the sentence. <laughs> you gotta swallow in some air. Oh, God. You gotta, you gotta swallow in some air, and then you gotta end your sentence before you run out. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just rambling. Oh... <laughs> uh, by the way, it's worth pointing out that my sister has no idea what character this is because she's only seen about seven movies and three TV shows. <laughs> and one of those movies was The Goodies, and it's one of her absolute favorite movies. Let's see, I think I've covered... <laughs> I think I've covered all four of these topics. Well, I'm sure she'll sponsor another episode if she wants to get her voice in the theme song. <laughs> you know, I didn't think that it would take this long, or I, rather, I didn't think I would come up shy 30 minutes again, but it's seeming like I will. What else can I say about Mama Fratelli that's not just a spoiler? Um, I love her little beret. It's such a great choice. She's got a beret and little black gloves, and if that don't just make her the scariest... Wait a minute. I was, I'm was i allowed to talk about the fucking icon that Anne Ramsey was. That's how I feel the last four minutes or so, because she was great. She's in a lot of bit parts. She's in a couple of episodes of Wonder Woman, um, which is another show that I like. Um... And also belongs to Warner Brothers, I think. Oh my gosh, they're definitely gonna shut me down! <laughs> um, so, Anne Ramsey is really great in a lot of things. Um, if you only know her from Throw Mama from the Train, she had surgery on her tongue in between the Goonies and Throw Mama from the Train, so her voice sounds a little different. But she made the best of it. Like, it, it made her voice really, really interesting. And, um,. Again, it's it's really worth looking her up. She's <clears throat> she's quite a fascinating lady. So you should learn all you can about her. Um, I I think I've really hit the bottom of the barrel without encroaching upon somebody else's documentary. But go check it out, cause Anne Ramsey is really great. And to be honest, character actors are really great. So. The next time you're thinking about a movie you really like and somebody only had a few lines. Respect them. It's hard to be a character actor. And Anne Ramsey did it just great. And that's why she's a feminist icon. As always, Goonies never say bye. Unless they're saying their own motto. Wait a minute. 